0: Say hey, everyone. It's me, Jay, and I'm with my girl, Nina, and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. Nina, it's a beautiful day, and I don't know what's happening over here, but I have a deep voice. What's good?
1: I can't even keep a straight face because, and I feel like I'm looking at you, and you really are Jay, but your voice is so Different.
0: I have no idea what's happening and I'm not, I'm still trying to figure this out with you.
1: Okay. Well, hey, we're going to roll with it. I'm, I'm digging the deeper, the deeper voice. I can vibe Hello. with
0: <laughs> I'm like shook.
1: Maybe you just, you know, have a little raspy throat today. Yeah.
0: Maybe um, LA's weather is a little off.
1: <laughs>
0: maybe well, I need to check the weather results.
1: It doesn't matter whether your voice is deep or high, love you so much because I want to congratulate you on your new position with Oligo Pro because now I know this has been coming, of course, but now it's so nice to celebrate it with you. And why don't you just give everybody just a little peek of what your role was and now what your new role is?
0: Yes. Okay. So I got like really choked up Mm -hmm. just now. Like I, I feel like I, I did a post a couple of days ago where I talked about like what I've been going through the, like the last couple of months. I think it's been longer mm-hmm. than the last couple of months, but it's been truly deep. In like, I've been awake to it the last couple of months. I think it's been longer than that. But um, I, I just always remember that sixteen-year-old kid who like had to like find his way, mm-hmm. and being thirty-two in In the industry, for now eleven years, and I always showed up, I realized I always put myself out there to learn mm-hmm. to get more credibility to put myself and do the things that no one else wanted to do. You know what I mean, so when I was thinking about like why is it important not only for me but for the industry and the people that I'm involved with for me to get this role and what I'm coming in the hot with so I was the brand ambassador for all professional. And that was like a dream come true. Yes. Cause for everyone who knows my journey, or if you don't, I was almost, I, I was always here in the industry, but I blew up. I had a glow up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: blew up in a year. Like I went from like 10,000 to 150,000. Mm-hmm. And I was always there. I always had something to say, but finally I was like, Everyone was listening, right, so that was a wild ride, and then Oligo was like, "Hi, what's up? We like you?" And I was like, "Oh my God, I love your products too. Like this is cool." <laughs> so during that experience, I you know really did a lot of content um wasn't really like full full into like deciding what content or like mm-hmm. projecting anything. I just booked my patterns and placements. they celebrated them. I got to travel and teach you know, and film and all of that, which I love doing. Um, so we, a couple months ago, whenever my contract was coming up, they were like, well, we think you're innovative. And I'm like, I think I'm innovative, right? <laughs> yeah. I always like come up with cool shit that will help stylists behind a chair because no stylist should be left behind. Um, and they asked me to, and I fought for because I deserve it. Um, to be the digital creative director so now I'll be projecting trends every quarter um, for all ago, go gift boxes gift sets I know Nina you'll be a part of it with me um, setting those standards and those trends out there for each quarter we might be launching cool little glossies I might be saying too much but it's fine um, we will be focusing on a lot more on online education and supporting artists to create online education as well.
1: I love- so
0: not only will I be up front, I want to step back and allow stylists who are up and coming or who have been in the industry for so long and feel like their magical voices have not been heard. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I love- so I'm super pumped about that. So those are a little cool things.
1: Oh, I'm so, first of all, I'm so excited for you. I'm so proud of you. I have watched you grow and this journey over time. And I could just, I I just want to, I wish I could give you just a big giant hug because I know this means so much to you and just making the announcement the other day, you were very emotional. And so I'm really just always rooting for you. And I'm so excited to see your new uh, position unfold you know, over the next year or so. And I have to say too, I'm all about rooting for the underdog. And that's why yes. I love I love supporting the stylists that are up and coming. And a lot of my features that I do every Friday, I do feature Friday. So tag me, make sure you tag me in your work. I love yes. to see the underdogs and people who are doing beautiful work, but are not being seen. And so I love that you're promoting that. And encouraging stylists to kind of step up and step outside of their comfort zone as well. So kudos to you, my friend. I'm just super excited for your Thank
0: job. you. I cannot wait to take this journey with Oligo. And I'm so excited. I already have like new techniques that I'm like wanna scream at the top of my lungs that I can't talk about yet. I'm like, please like let this like filming happen, right? So I can let these techniques that will benefit stylists behind the chair and artists to not only see what I'm doing, but then get inspired by what I'm doing Mm -hmm. to take their, you know, objectives to the next level, like make their brain kind of spark. Like that's my biggest thing is like, I have that magic, so I want to give it away. So I'm like, these are, this is how you kind of navigate a head shape. Anyway, love it. super pumped. Thank you all. I go, we love you. Thanks for sponsoring this. You're
1: awesome. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
0: But Nina, I know that you have this awesome badass class coming out the gate.
1: I do. And it's been in the works for a while. And I I always get excited about my classes, but this one is really near and dear to my heart because it's it's just for the commission here, um, just for the commission salon owner. And so it is my Synergy program, which was a two-day in-salon educational class, which I've done twice last year in 2019. And now because of COVID and everything that's happening, I'm converting it to Synergy Online, which is an eight-week virtual course. The pre-sale starts on, it's already started. So yesterday the presale started. And you can hop on my website at 1nagency.com slash synergy online or just go to oneagency.com and, and go on the page where it explains everything in detail with this course. You're going to be getting all of the systems, you know, how to hire, how to train, onboard, leadership tips and tools. There's a whole section on leadership. There's a whole section on pricing your services pricing your services for your business with profit. There's a whole section on budgeting so you can stop overspending. There's also a whole system on team and team culture, so building the team, job descriptions, everything that you need to build a successful, sustainable salon business. I am going all in on this course, and the pre-sale, you save 100 bucks. And I made it very affordable because I know it's, it's tough times. And I want to reach as many people as possible. So hop on my website if you're a commissioned salon owner. Uh, I'm only rolling this course out one time this year. And it will be at its lowest price ever, ever, ever. So I'm really excited to get that started. I've just been pouring my heart and soul into creating this virtual course. So uh, I hope to see you in class. Class starts on August 18th. You let me
0: find out. (laughs) Let me find out, Nina. You are the queen of adapt and evolve. And I love that because I have heard about synergy. I haven't been a part of it, but I will be a part of it Mm -hmm. because I think you are magical and everyone tuning in, please check it out. Because listen, if you want to take your business serious and you want to grow and thrive and make money, listen to Nina
1: over here. Mm, You're the best. Period. Thanks. I'm excited about it. Cause we're going to have a private Facebook group where I actually do check-ins every single week, real time. So, oh,
0: that's amazing.
1: Oh wait, the kicker. Hold on. I have the kicker. <gasps> the kicker is I have a CPA that works with hairstylists and salon owners coming in to do a, a video in chapter four. There's four chapters in the program. And then she also does a live Q and a with the owners in the program. You can ask her anything you need, all these taxes, and she's coming in the program. And honestly, if you were to spend probably two hours with a CPA, that's the cost of the program for two hours. With the CPA, right. You're getting eight weeks of a course, plus you're getting the CPA. We had the CPA actually come in to my make that money course yesterday. That's my five week course just for renters and owners. And she yeah. was an hour long and she blew it up. I mean, they asked so many awesome questions and she was just answering them, answering them. It's just time that you get to spend with a CPA. It could cost you 150, 200, 250 at times an hour to speak with a CPA. Yeah. So it's very important for me to, I know, I know what I'm good at and what I'm not. And I know that my strengths and what my weaknesses are, and I am not a CPA. So I need to bring in an expert that can speak in, you know, her realm and her experience. And her name is Michelle Cook and she's awesome. So that's the story on that.
0: She better don't stop get it, get it. but <laughs> I know that I'm super pumped, but I know that today is very special for us mm-hmm. um, and I want you to do the honors because I know this woman is so amazing, phenomenal, and we both look up to her yes. um, and what she does and what she brings to the table in this industry. So Nina, without further ado.
1: I'm ready. So our special guest today has actually been a guest on our podcast before, and she's always very vulnerable, very true to herself, shares her story, uh, so authentic, and uh, she's actually one of the people that was on my list to meet this year, and there are not a ton of them, to be honest. Uh, and she's on my list and it is because of how she shows up for her community how she leads and leads from example she is a salon owner a newer salon owner at that and you know has an amazing team and has been featured all over the town because she's incredibly talented as, as a stylist as well but i do look up to her and admire her walk and the way that she her mindset it's just it just blows my mind so I'm going to introduce our beautiful friend and second
2: time podcaster, Miss Erin Mills. Hi, I'm so happy to be with you both again. I love you both so much. And I was so excited when you asked me to come on again because I have so much fun with you both. And yeah, we were supposed (laughs) to meet this year. Yes, I know. (laughs) Damn you. Yeah,
0: right. Yeah, we, we just love you so much. We love that you are always... force in this industry about speaking your truth, which I, which I believe Mm -hmm. is a lot of our own realities. Mm -hmm. We just don't have some people who are brave enough to talk about it and you do. So thank you so much for always being vulnerable and open and sharing your experience because there's more people like you, um, that go through this Mm -hmm. and they feel maybe they are left behind or, you know, they're not, Having someone to relate to.
2: Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I think you know, we we connect the three of us because we're very similar in that we're very open with who we are, the struggles we've gone through, and how we've gotten through them. And um, we just want to help everyone around us, right? Yeah, yes.
1: And that's really what this podcast is. So this is going to be a little bit of a different interview for us today because we've had Aaron uh, on before, and if you haven't listened to the previous podcast. Episode with her, please do, uh, because she does share her very uh, interesting and 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 her story is so inspirational. And so please check that out. But why we wanted to have you here today was because we wanted to talk about, you know, the struggles that salon owners, you in particular, have been going through with COVID. Um, you've had other th- things that have been thrown in your way, roadblocks. And you know, kind of like, hey, when life throws you lemons, what are you gonna do with those lemons, right? You know, how are you going to continue on, make this work, show up for your team, uh, and continue to have a positive attitude throughout? So, I actually, I'm if I can, I want to start this out by reading your post, which is really what blew my mind, number one, and then sparked this whole conversation of what we're having, and it's a testament to your. Um, to your strength and then I want you to, to share a kind of like a little bit of a journey of what you've been going through over the last 13, 14 weeks. So Aaron posted this two days ago and it says, I haven't even had you for one year yet, but here's what I've learned as a salon owner so far. I can be closed for 13 out of 52 weeks and still make an impact on my community. I can let people go and still be an empathic salon owner. I'm getting emotional. I can lose people and still be a great leader. I can lose time and money, but gain wisdom that is irreplaceable. And you go on a little bit further, but that actually reading it really gives me chills. And I'm sure you're emotional about it as well. And it was a post and a photo of your beautiful salon. And you were closed for a, dur- a duration of time for COVID and then something else happened. So why don't you share COVID, you were closed for how many weeks and then you opened and then something happened. Kind of walk us through that process so we can relate to the the pain and
2: the power in your post. Wow. Yes. Well, thank you for that. And Yes, it does make me emotional. There's just so many emotions involved in all of this, you know? Um, so, you know, we were closed for 10 weeks with COVID. What we thought was maybe going to be two weeks, of course, went on and on and on. Um, and, you know, getting all of those hundreds of clients rescheduled, doing all of that, mm-hmm. having them actually wait for you, you know, getting your stylist to still stay on board with you is really hard at 10 weeks of time that they're not making money, they're not getting unemployment. So we come back with, you know, this whole new life set of rules with... One client and per stylist. Everyone has to spend fifteen minutes sanitizing between. Mm-hmm. You know, everything takes longer, but and we're here and we're excited, but we're exhausted, but we're excited and yeah, so many emotions with it. So we're getting back into it. Our clients are so happy to be back. Um, our stylists feel like a little bit more normal again. And then um, the lady who cleans our salon texts me on Sunday. This is a Sunday, like after we've been open for three weeks. So she texted me and said, there's water coming out of the floor. So we go to the salon, come to find out water's under all of the floor and we have vinyl. Mm. Um, So under all of the floor and it is from an AC leak. Now we call a company. They said, yes, we'll go through your insurance. We're going to rip everything out. We'll get everything dried up. They come in and do that the next day come to find out we are not covered for this under insurance because the leak came from within the salon. Mm. So makes no sense to me, but at the end of the day, we're not covered. So I can't focus on that. Right. Right. Um, we had to take every single thing out of the salon. And When I mean everything, I mean every picture mm. and you know, when you work, it's so hard for something and t- just take it back literally feels like a loss again. Like you feel like you're grieving this business and this baby that you made and now it's gone and you have to take every single thing out. That was like shaking heartbreak for me when we did that that day. Wow. That was hard. Wow.
1: Oh my goodness. And it, so it was three weeks after you opened, Mm -hmm. then you had to, okay, so now you have a water leak. You have, you're pulling everything out of the salon You have to tell all of your clients again that you have to cancel and now you're not covered by insurance. So Um. walk us through a little bit of your emotional process while this is happening. And I know that you have to like power through because you have to get the shit out of your salon and you have to be there for your team. And, but I just kind of want to know what the process looked like of like, holy shit, here we are again. Okay. So Erin, tell me a little bit about the emotional ride that you were on. You're taking stuff out of your salon. You have to show up for your team. You're feeling all of the feels kind of walk
2: us through that emotional process for you. So, you know, when it first happened and I realized I was going to have to tell my team that we were going to be closed for a minimum of two weeks again, um, I just felt like a complete failure. You know, I felt like, I wasn't meant to be a salon owner. Uh, Maybe the universe is telling me, you know, you can't do this. Right. It just seems like so much in a year, it's hard to understand and then think, how can I, if, if all of this happens in a year, how can I emotionally and monetarily like deal with all of this? Yeah. Because it, you know, the world right now is heavy. Mm-hmm. And yes. then you deal with, you know, your emotions and your senses. You're almost like so sensitized to the world around you. Everything's a little harder. Everything's a little more, um like any anything is harder right now. So when all of this happens, I felt like a total failure, such a loser. Like I just hard yeah. not to take it like it's my fault, you know. And I felt like I completely let my team down, and then felt like everyone's just gonna leave me because. Obviously, I can't do what it takes.
0: You know, I, one thing that I see, I, I think as owners, we all go through that. And thank you so much for, because that's misfortunate, right? Like the AC leaking in and flooding has nothing to do with your leadership, but we go there. We go there as like leaders and mentors and the emotional side and toll that it takes on us even though we couldn't control something that maybe flooded or, you know, a tornado came through and just wiped out a salon because that's happened to one of my friends, but it does take a toll. I I do want to ask what was the reaction and how did you get the strength to finally stand in front of the salon to say, listen, um, we do have to close again and I hope you stay. And what was the reaction of the team? Like, how was that journey for you?
2: So, um, most, I will say most of the team, almost every single one of them stepped up and tried to be there for me, which blew my mind. And if You know, you know me, I don't like to ask for help. I assume I don't need it more. Like, I assume maybe I'm not worthy of someone else's help. And that's probably not right, but I've always assumed that. So I always try to do everything myself. So when I saw people going out of their way and really showing up for me and for theory and for Our community. I mean that—that's what gave me the strength to keep going. It—if it wasn't for them, it was that. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if you saw. I think you guys did. They started my team started a GoFundMe account. Yes. (laughs) Yep. And I would have never in my life asked for anything. Mm -hmm. And they did that, and people raised almost thirteen thousand dollars. Yeah. And it's it's such an overwhelming, but incredible, humbling feeling to think, wow, these people believe in me. These people believe in the team. They, they believe in what we're doing. And to see that, like, honestly, if I wouldn't have seen that, it would be hard to think, yeah, we're in the right, we're doing what's right. Cause it's just so heavy right now. Right. But then seeing that you're like, oh my God, it really is like, I am on the right path, you know, because so many people believe in our mission. Wow. Yes. And, you know, I know that was
1: one source of strength for you was your team, right? And how they really pulled through for you and created that GoFundMe page and really supported you through this because, you know, so many people in our world and country right now are really struggling. And it yeah. was it, it has this year has been quite trying. And I feel like, you know, in the beginning of the year and myself included was like, yes, this is the year for change. It's the year for growth. It's this is going to be our year. This is our year, but it's coming to us in ways that we could never imagined. Because I feel like this year is about internal growth. It's not about the external growth. And I think we're being tried and we're being tested in so many ways that we have to really dig deep to kind of make it through and remain optimistic and positive. And Mm -hmm. so what I'm curious to know is aside from your team and the support that you received from your community, Where do you get your strength from? Because you have been, and listen, strength doesn't mean that you can't have weak, vulnerable, tired, crying moments, right? Um, But your strength and your resiliency to continue to carry on and continue to show up and have a positive attitude and post something like you did and be so vulnerable, where does that come from? I am just so curious to know where you find your strength from.
2: Um, So Um, so there's two things. Um, you know, the last time I was on here, we talked about how I lost my daughter at 16 weeks, but because of that, I have a different strength that I didn't have before, you know, and I'm 37 now that happened when I was 35 because I know what it's like to lose something that i love so much. If that's the worst thing that can happen, anything else I can get through. Amen. So I know if I'm not losing someone I love there's always hope. Wow. Wow. So, um, that's one. And I have to say the second thing is my husband because no matter what, he's always been my rock. He's also been my biggest cheerleader. He's been the person who's my, you know, rationale. And I fully think who you choose to be your life partner, makes or breaks your success and your happiness and your life. Mm. Wow. So I mean on the days when I'm like, I can't, I don't think I can do this, you know, obviously this was not for me, you know, even though yeah. it's all actually I want to end up owning 10 salons one day. Like I love and you will. my team. I love yes. people. I love I my it. people. And I want to help them own salons, you know. I have so much in me that I want to help give to them and then that I see in them, but when it's hard and it is, and you're in that shaking and crying moments, he's the one who's always there saying, you just have to keep trying. You have to keep trying because what, what is this? This is money, you know, and actually, he's actually really hates spending money. He's really <laughs> weird issues with money, but with with our, me and the son, he's like, oh, it's just money. You can, it's okay. What matters is the team that you've committed to, And you're, you know, that you love what you do. So he's always there cheering me on and calming me down and telling me how great I am. So
0: Mm. I love that you talked about a support system because I feel like, you know, not only, you, you know, like in a relationship that is like a bonding relationship with a husband or a wife, but also in business, like you seriously have to have a strong foundation and like celebration. And like, if you're not good at something, someone else is good at something like you have an accountability partner. And I feel like, you know, that's so beautiful that you talked about having that strength in your husband and you both have walked through this journey together and you all have seen what I think for me would be the worst thing that could have happened. So everything else coming out the gate, right? Without darkness, you can't celebrate light. And even in the moments that the salon flooded or, you know, all this stuff's going through your head, there's always been something that impacted you worse. So you were like, okay, so I know pain. How deep is this pain? Okay. It's not that deep. So, okay. How do we move and shake through it? Yeah. I'm blown away by you. Every single time we chat, like you just move my soul and I'm so thankful that I get this
2: experience. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. You're know, <sighs> so supportive. You know, you. I just feel like it's incredible that the community has people that are you, that you guys are literally always like, yes, you can do it. Cheering people on. <laughs> Let me help you. Let me promote you. Let me like make you feel good. Like you guys are always there cheering people on. And um, people, we need that. Like people need that. Yeah. You think you can do yeah. it alone, but you cannot do it alone. Absolutely. No. And
1: your support system is so incredibly important. And you know, I don't know about you guys too, but I think through these tough times, uh, we're taking time to learn more about ourselves. Yes, We're also taking time to learn more about who we want to have in our lives. I've been really spending a lot of time observing and, and paying attention to the way that people are uh, communicating and moving on Instagram and Facebook and how they're showing up. And I just, you know, I just know that I wanna continue to surround myself with people who are supportive and who are positive and who truly just want to help other people. That's the, the basis of it. Um, and it has to come from a real true place. And finding those people can really make or break how you continue to move forward in your path and journey. You know when you're going through crisis, and I think that uh, you know for you with going through this with your team and, and the things that you've shared with us before, you know it's so powerful that you just keep getting you keep getting back up. It's not about the setback; it's about the comeback. And I wanted oh. to go into yeah, I wanted to kind of go into four tips if we could. Leave our salon industry leaders and stylists and owners and entrepreneurs with four tips on how to turn maybe your uh, your lemons into some lemonade. (laughs) Let's go. Show up. How you can continue to (laughs) be grateful and continue to allow that resiliency to come alive within you because it's there. Because there are so many stylists who have also gone through. Aside from COVID, other tragedies and other things that are happening in our world, in their lives and floods and salons and Uh, stuff that's been, death and things that have been happening around us. And it is so important to have someone like you just give some tips on maybe that little glimmer of hope that they can do it too. So can we kind of go down the list? Like what would be, I think we have five tips. So we have a bonus tip for you, but what would be maybe tip number one <laughs> um, oh.
2: in, in kind of helping them through? Um, I made these tips in order of how I actually think you should go through something like well, this. I Obviously.
0: love that.
2: <laughs> the first one is to let your feelings out. Mm. because, you know, it's when you're trying to be strong, a lot of times the go-to method is to push the feelings away and to power through, but you cannot get through and fully heal from whatever you're going through. If you don't let yourself sit in your feelings for the moment and let yourself feel the pain or the anxiety or whatever it is that you're feeling, you have to get through that first. You can't rush through it. Because you're going to take it out on somebody if you if you try to, or oh. you're going to push somebody away that you wish you wouldn't have pushed away. So yeah. good, yes, I am.
1: I am one. lit
0: with number one because Erin, <laughs> you don't know this, and a lot of people don't. Nina does because she's one of my accountability partners. I don't know if it's forced. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just wanted to add a little lightness, but um, like light your feelings out. Like I just went through something that literally was so uncomfortable for me because I'm so used to running Mm -hmm. and acting like, oh no, everything's going to be fine when it's like clear as day in front of me, like what true things are happening. And I actually sat in the feeling and I got so uncomfortable. And when I tell you it was one of the most awkward and painful things that I've had to do because it was with me and I had to come up with all my bullshit mm-hmm. and list them out and be like, what are you going to do about it? It doesn't feel good. Right. So I sat in it. So I think number one, crawl I'm lit. Cause it did change my life. Like, cause now it was on me, no one else. I couldn't blame anyone else. It was like,
1: yeah. how am I
0: feeling? What do I need to do?
2: Love it. And there's power.
1: On, yeah. Number two. Yes, for sure. That's the power is in your feelings for sure. Yes. Number um,
2: two. So second thing, which was, it's, that's a hard one for me, but that's also the most area that I've grown in is, um, letting people help you. Mm -hmm. Um, because when you do let others help you, it's not saying that you're weak, you're getting to get that love back that you give so much to other people. And you may think you don't need it, but everyone needs to feel loved and supported. Yes. Are you,
1: do you delegate? I'm just curious to know this. Cause I, I have a hard time delegating. Sometimes my team probably would say that when I had my salon um, and I tried to get better with it, but do you delegate? Like, are you a delegator at the salon or are you just like, I'm going to just do it all myself?
2: So I start doing, and then when people start coming on to help, then I'll delegate, but um, I'm always the first one to start. But yes, ah. I'm good at delegating. That's good.
1: And I think it's important if you want to grow an empire, And if you want to grow your businesses bigger, you can't do it by
2: yourself. So you really, really have to ask for help in all ways. I think I learned that early on because I, um, I had such a hard time thinking I trying to do it all and that I couldn't do it all. So I was like, well, I gotta have some help. And, um, I think I heard that so much too. You know, you always say you have, actually you talked about when you owned a salon and I listened to that, that you said it took like you know, years for you to start being able to delegate. And um I listened to that. I took that to heart. Yeah. So. Good. Yes. Amen. Thank you. What do you have for tip number three? Um uh number three is to develop and make a habit a problem solving mindset. Ooh. So
0: say that heard- again for the people in the back.
2: To develop and make a habit of having a problem solving mindset. Um because it's really easy to sit and list out all of the awful things that are going wrong could go worse dwell. Wow. Once you get those feelings out, you have to come up with a solution. You know, there's always a solution to whatever's in front of you. May not be the one you want, but there's always a solution. Mm -hmm. So making it a habit of what can I do with what I have now? And where can I go from here?
0: I love that. I love making pros and cons list.
1: Yeah,
0: right. And but being true, right? Because I love what you said. You said it may not be the outcome you want, but you have to be open to that. So setting up that, I love that. That's What's so number four?
1: I, wait, hold on, real quick. I just, oh, I sorry. I know you're all excited, um, but this is so important because you know it, it could be very easy for you to keep putting out fires. Because obviously, when you are a salon owner or a business owner, it's, it's putting out fires. I also like to get the team involved with helping you come up with solutions. Oh, yeah. To include your team in on getting them to, like, if they come to you with a problem and say, I don't like how this, this, this. Okay, great, Erin. Let's talk about some of the solutions that you have for it and maybe go over some problem solving solutions that we can come up with together. I think it's so important to do that as well, like including the team, but you have a couple, you have two options. You either sit and live in the problem or you move on and come up with a solution. I mean, that's the only way that you get to move forward. And yes. we can't tell you how long that's going to take. You may be sitting in the problem for a week if that's what feels good and you have to emote and get all your feelings out. But the resilient side of you has to kick on and you have to say, okay, I have a solution and maybe I need to get my team involved in this. That was a really, really good one. Good, good Yeah, way. I love that.
2: And you know what? If that resilient side isn't kicking on, that's a good indication that you have a, something down deep that needs to be healed, mm. you know? Mm. So maybe it's not about that problem. <laughs> it's about something else that you need to look into. It, with therapy or whatever it is, with sitting in those feelings and digging deep and... That button has to kick on or else you can't move forward. So absolutely. The
0: right. uh, so the fourth
2: one, the fourth one I have is to look for the good.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
2: you know, you can do all of those things, but if you're not trying to find the people that are helping, the helpers, the, the good things that are happening because of what you're doing, you're never really going to be able to let go all of that disappointment mm-hmm. and pain and the what-ifs, you know. So the finding the good out of, a, there's always something good in every problem, even if it's just one thing right? That I think it's always important to point out the good. Wow. Keeping an optimistic
1: mindset, even when you were at your lowest point, I yeah. love that. And really seeing the good. What's your bonus tip? I'm excited about this one. So I
2: talked about it a little bit, but my bonus tip is <laughs> to make sure that in your life you choose to be with and love a person who's going to cheer you on and be there always as your biggest supporter and your biggest fan, wow. because you deserve to have that. Everyone mm-hmm. deserves to have that. And when you don't, it's, it, and when times like this, when you really have nothing to hold on to, they can pull you out. And um, I just think that's really important to think about having a partner. That's really your biggest fan.
1: Hmm. I believe that. I my heart. And I I so believe in that too. And I think, you know, all three of us have had moments in our lives where we're like, I'm ready to throw in the towel. I'm ready to yeah. walk away. I'm ready to quit in whatever stage of our life we're in. And I can tell you this with certainty: my husband is always the person that says to me when I'm crying and screaming and yelling, because usually they're all three combined because um, I'm a yeller I just like to yell. like I just like to yell and he's not a yeller so he doesn't he's never yelled ever in the 10 years that I've known him. I yell every day and not at okay. him. I'm Italian. it's just kind of how we are. we're loud people in in my family. And so at first he didn't understand it but he'll look at me and say listen and he always says the same thing and it hits me every single time. This is the moment right now when most people quit. You are not a quitter, so you need to dig deep and find your why and find how you need to continue to carry on because you are the 1% that is going to continue on. Everybody else is quitting at this point. When things get rough, they quit. When their their online course isn't, people aren't doesn't work up. Out. People don't show up for their classes, they quit. You know, when they don't have people taking their courses or doing coaching or they have, you know... Clients coming into the door, they quit and that's not who you are. So pick up yourself, do what you need to do, go to bed, take a nap, have a snack, whatever it is, and wake up tomorrow and get back to it. Like he always kind of, it's not verbatim, but he says those words to me and all he needs to say is, this is when most people quit. And I'm like, "Mm -mm." Uh (laughs) nope, nope. Not me. Not me. I've been very close. I've been very close, especially with this business, to walking away many, many times. And so you're so right, Aaron, in saying that that person needs to be your rock. And your support when you are having moments where you just feel like you can't go on. Is there a moment in particular that you've had with your husband over this past maybe two, three year span of time that there's a conversation that you truly remember that he has, you know, or uh, something that he said to you that kind of sticks out in your mind?
2: I know I'll put you on the spot, but. Yeah, literally it was recently. He's When I was telling him, maybe we should just give it up, you know, and he sent me this link and it was about this article about this guy um, who you know was digging for gold blah 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 ended up he gave up sold his stuff the guy who sold it to ended up making millions because of all of the stuff wow. point being you're always just like one more choice one more trial and um, basically one more step away from success and a lot of people quit right before that they always quit like right before something good is about to happen. And, um, you know, that, him actually talking about that and talking about how he thinks the universe has, these things happen for a reason and what can we learn from it. Him talking to me, like I would talk to him, that was huge for me. Because normally I'm the one that's like, you know, there's the reason for everything. And I believe in God and the universe. And he's always kind of like iffy about it. But he truly like bought in for that conversation and brought it back around to me. And um, that was just this weekend. That was, that was big. So. I love that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. This
1: has been an amazing conversation because I always feel like I learn from you. And I know Jay feels the same where, you know, you're probably writing stuff down, Jay, because you always. Oh, I'm
0: in my notes. I know. Um,
1: I'm always I, like. It's a good like it's a good revisit, you know, for a yeah. lot of our leaders and salon owners and stylists that are really out there struggling. First of all, we want to know that we are with you mm-hmm. and we are here to support you. And that's why we have no stylists left behind. And you know that you can reach out to me, you can reach out to Jay, you can reach out to Aaron anytime. We will always respond um, to our DMs and even on Facebook, but we want you to know that we are truly in this together. And I think that your message today, Erin, is to never give up and to continue to dig deep and work through that pain. Do you have any last words or anything that you would want anyone listening that maybe is struggling right now or going through it and feeling like they're maybe alone? Do you have any last words that you'd
2: like to say? Yeah. Um, You know, when you are feeling that way and you are feeling alone, don't be afraid to reach out because just in the reaching out and the talking about it, a lot of times will make you feel so much less alone. And it's already lonely in the world that we're in right now. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to let people know if you're struggling and it's not weak to struggle, it's normal to struggle. If you're not struggling, you're not human, you're a robot. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think people care so much in this industry And there's so much love to give and we want to love each other so much. So never be afraid to reach out or to be open and honest with what your needs are and what your struggles are. Wow. So powerful. Thank you so much
1: again for opening up and being so vulnerable and sharing your story. We're sending you so much love. I know that you are hopefully getting ready to open soon.
2: Yes, I'm (laughs) moving stuff in tonight. My team doesn't know about it, but they will know. Surprise. Surprise.
1: <laughs> Yay. Awesome. Well, sending you so much love. Thank you for all of the tips. Of course, if you need anything, girl, you just text me anytime. Um, text Jay anytime. And we are here for you. And of course, guys, uh, you know, the drill, make sure you follow Aaron on Instagram at, why don't you drop your handle at Aaron Mills. Yes. Check her out slide into her DMS. If you feel you need to make sure you follow my favorite guy at it's Mr. J Ladner and our sponsor at Oligo pro. And of course, follow me at Nina Tulio. We are so honored and so thankful to have our listeners show up for us every single week. We thank you so much. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.